fan. All right. All right, we're live. All right, am I looking at this camera? Talk too much podcast episode four. How's everybody doing? I'm here with my co-host Johnson. Hey. We got a, a very, 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 very mediocre right, chill guest. Out. Mediocre <laughs> guest today. Uh, it's my partner Tyler. Tyler, how are you? What up, boy? Thanks what for up, having Tyler? me on, boys. Um, you know, I've seen this behind the scenes a little bit, so like I feel like I'm a part of it, but like I'm not a part of it think? yet. Honestly, so here we are. What did you think about how we set everything up, dude? I'm a fan, bro. It's it's the people behind the scenes. You guys ain't yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's the boys behind the scenes. That is the truth. It's, it's the lighting that, that they got the on point. Yep. Yep. It, trust me, it, it's the boys behind the scenes. Yeah. But no, y'all are all right though too. No, actually, I you know I'm the first person to say that. We're the first person people to say that. You know, we're very blessed to have. Big brain studios in the building, <laughs> Jeremy and EJ. Um, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. This all wouldn't be possible without them. Like this, they made they're Facts. such a big, big contribution to this podcast. Well, they're not. Like, we, it wouldn't be possible without them. Right? True. It would not be possible. Like we, we, we. You don't not see the editing anywhere else, yeah. and that's just. I'm just so blown and away the by them. And the so this is just a shout out to them for all the hard work they've done. All right, bro. They get one compliment. Yeah, you all just went off. Bro. Okay. <laughs> the reason uh, Tyler came on today is so we could honestly talk about our agency what this is you know tyler has a couple things to say about the milwaukee bucks i'm sure and um we're not gonna get into that but no comment yeah tyler first of all introduce yourself because i'm gonna stop talking now and tell us what you do um and why you're here yeah dude so uh actually i'll, I'll start out by how i met cena because first and foremost i kind of knew who cena was all throughout college we went to different fraternities rec center two years ago rec center two years ago that he instance. thinks he can compete in basketball which i know i just, can compete in basketball it's honestly beyond me. i would but anyway so i've known of cena i've we've probably met each other in passing a couple times but uh he hit me up and he was like yo dude i'm starting up a digital marketing agency like i really liked your vibe he kind of you know was a little bit weird about it at first, <laughs> but, you know but, but, I, but i appreciated it i appreciate it we ended up having a nice little conversation uh he was like bro let's meet up i'm thinking about starting this digital marketing agency i'm like cool man like i'm super down so what was your uh, thoughts at that point, though? Like my, my thoughts were is I was re I've been ready to dip into this space for a while, so I just needed somebody that was willing to hop into it with me. Why did you say sense. yes to me? We didn't know each other, though. I was actually I'm always been curious about. I that. could tell you had I could tell you had an energy. You know? That's weird. Yeah. He's weird. Okay, he's <laughs> no, you, weird. the energy goes a long way. You got to have no, that no, energy. For real, though, no. if we're if we're actually getting real, though, I think like you can tell which people are actually cut out for the craft in terms of like actually putting like their work on the table and like actually working. I mean, don't hype yourself up about this, but you know, I think Cena is actually one of the hardest working people I met. I, I can't say he's one of the smartest people <laughs> I met, but like the dude grinds though. So I think that was honestly what got me is I think like you can tell by the way people talk if they're serious about things. So. Uh, the first time I talked with Cena, I was like, all right, this actually has some weight to it. Like, I'm going to give this a chance. And then as we started to talk a little bit, I think it became uh, something evolved. that turned into reality. And I'm like, dude, we could actually turn this into something. And, you know, over the last probably what we've been working for, like, seven weeks, seven, eight weeks. Eight, nine probably, weeks. Probably, yeah. yeah, something like that. But we've been cruising along doing our thing with that. I so. actually didn't even notice time went by. Yeah, and to be like just another point is that this podcast is like this is our month debut. Like we've been yeah. doing it for a month now. That's crazy. How mm -hmm. did you meet me? Really quick. How did we all? How did you get into this? Was it Cipriani? Right. Yeah, I met you through Cipriani. Um, Tyler, I met through you. So Tyler came into this space, and um, I just kind of newly met you. I know you did go to UNLV, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so what did you think of his energy? I I saw that he was very very cohesive. What he was talking about. He's very punctual, like you said. Um, 
he he said what he would do, and I, I was like, dang, this guy, this guy's gonna, uh, this guy's gonna work, right? Appreciate so, you. So, so like as I said, you went to college, you know, like what did you graduate in? Uh, marketing. Marketing so, and. Yep. That's crazy because this is a marketing agency. Why did you? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Super crazy. <laughs> like, my, my question is, were you into marketing? Because honestly, I didn't even know this when I actually hit you up. I just hit you up because when I, I hit him up about that story he just said, because before this, I hit, hit him up for, I, for, what did I hit you up for? I hit you up on messaging about some Oh, uh, I was going to do some drone footage for <laughs> you. This dude respond, counterattacked with like, he counterattacked something. It was like a fierce, bold statement. I was like, oh, okay. And I remember I was like, I fuck with the energy. I'll, I put it in my back pocket. I was like, I'll remember this. And then, and like, two weeks later, he's yeah, calling my line. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, won't, he won't stop. Huh? He did the <laughs> no, <same. laughs> bro, he doesn't shut up. <laughs> you're That's just like me in that talk regard. Talk too much. No, but you're just like me in that regard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you talk it's a fitting. lot. It's fitting. No, you really talk a lot. As long Absolutely. as it's on the table, it's not just you talk a lot. Facts. Okay. So go ahead, Tyler. Talk about yeah. Your, so your like you stuff. asked me, like I was in a marketing degree. I think like my passion has always stemmed from like even in like high school and stuff. Like I just really love the idea of like some consumer behavior. So like what what makes this person buy a product off the shelf that's at eye level versus at a lower level on the shelf? Like these are all things that go into product placement. Like what's the coloring that goes into the stuff? Like what's the slogan that you have? Is it making them feel comfortable in that purchase? Is it making them feel excited in a purchase? Whatever that you're trying to exhibit in a product. I think that's something that I've always been into from a young age, and I've realized that. So I immediately went into marketing as a college degree. Um, I found myself working in the space of events, though. So I worked for a company called Las Vegas Events, which is basically a CVB, uh, Convention Visitors Bureau, for lack of a better was. term. Yeah, I mean, CBB. I'm trying to explain to the viewers here. CBB? CVB. CVB. Convention Visitors Bureau. So long story short, like the, we would use events to drive tourism to the city of Las Vegas. So Las Vegas Events runs the entire National Finals Rodeo, which takes over UNLV completely. So we I was in the sponsorship well. division for that. So I was working with sponsors, uh, basically making sure that they get all their activations, basically running the operations of that event as well. The company also handles like USA Basketball. So they were the reason why USA Basketball came to town. They were the reason why NBA Summer League came to town. They were the reason why Electric Daisy Carnival came to town because they sponsor events. And then once the events get here, they connect them throughout the city to make sure that people are aware of what's happening. So I've worked on a client basis for a while now. So I wasn't necessarily in the marketing space directly, but I was more in like the corporate marketing space, which honestly I think fits really nicely for me and Cena's skill sets, given the fact that I've worked with clients and like figuring out like, what are they looking to do? Like, like figuring out their objectives, setting a plan in place and making sure that the sponsorship is worth it to them. Or in this case, making sure that their ad dollars go along. It's way. honestly, and, and I got to say, interrupt you here. It's honestly like, and some of the shit you see about me, I get from him. It's actually insane working with him and seeing his workflow. I'm a very disorganized person. Like I'm chaotic. That's why I thrive is in chaos. Like I'm all over the place. I can make something out of that, but that's not beneficial as you grow older. And I needed, I needed, you know, I never really had a partner that <clears throat> was like, all right, write this down. This is your checklist. Hit it for the day. When I tell them something, update the checklist. Like, and we're going to go over it tomorrow. And it's like very, very punctual. Yep. It just gives me more confidence, you know, as I maneuver. I'm like, oh, I know what this is. And I honestly disregarded this my entire life. It's really insane working with that, you know? Do you yeah. have that? With this well, as far as going punctuality um i would say i'm pretty punctual as well but it also goes in organizational i mean skills. Y like let's give yourself some credit though like before we sat down on the podcast you're coming up with you have a you yeah. have a format in your own head like you're punctual within what you want to do with like uh with you the did. podcast side of it so from what i had seen don't play yourself down you actually are willing to sit down and make a I'm plan a humble for person. yourself and you, 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 yeah. you haven't yeah. known me but yeah, i'm pretty humble no he's very humble i'm a humble person the ego a little bit over here that's what friends are for you know 
but I am gaining my confidence from Cena, like um, from working with like seeing you guys, like your grind and everything with this marketing agency. I'm like the confidence. Like I see it, I see the vision, and that's another thing. What do thing you see? Get more in depth on that. Like, what do you see about this? That that I want you to actually like what you say. You see this vision. Like, I don't, I don't just because I can't really picture it from my perspective. Like, I think we're just fucking showing up and doing the work. I don't really see anything. Shut up! You got a vision, bro. You got a vision. You, you have it's a matter of whether he sees the same vision as you do, but you got a vision, bro. I can tell the way that you operate. You see the big picture of things, even though you don't want to give yourself credit for it. You see the big picture of things, and you work daily to go get that. But at the same question, I like the question you asked him, though, because it's like, how do you see the vision in Talk Too, in much? Talk too much? How do you see the vision in that? Because it, it, that might not line up with his vision, but that's also good because we need to get other perspectives into this. Okay. That's a great point. That was uh, a really good point. <laughs> so... <laughs> In the beginning, my story kind of, I guess, when Cena approached me for uh, this podcast, it was mostly just for the podcast. And uh, he said that we liked, he liked. The oh, way we do talk. not get, don't make this weird. It's <laughs> not weird. I'm saying you like, you like the no, way yeah. we're talking. That's why we're co hosts, right? Like, we're. You, we met, you, you just went up to every pretty girl and you were just so <laughs> confident and, like, you, you know, you, you're wild. No, you, uh, you know, I'm in, not wild. In, in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> like you're confident in yourself. That's what I meant. But so are you. I'm a little bit no, I'm not actually. I'm I'm, I'm confident in myself. I'm Shut saying. Shut up. I, 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 <laughs> like, bro, what? All I can say is confidence goes a long way, and yeah. like when you when you meet new people, it's it's just a matter of okay, um, it's just connection and networking, right? Yep. When you meet someone, like how did we meet? We met through Cena. That's networking. Like how did I meet EJ and Jeremy behind the scenes? You know, like it's through Cena, and that's just all life is. It's just networking, and with like you did t- touch on vision for this agency and. Like, like I said before, we started off with this, it was just this vision for the podcast. That's it. And in, in January, mind, in yeah. January. And in my mind, I was like, I've never done a podcast. Like, how am I going to be, how am I going to bring value? Um, it's kind of scary. It's, it's, it new. is man. It it's is. New. But as the time went on, you know, with everything happening in 2020, it was just like, you know, like I, I've just been stuck. I felt like I wasn't, I, I wasn't doing anything. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to venture out and kind of meet new people and do different things that scare me. So. Here we are now, with uh, this podcast, right? <clears throat> Honestly, um, what I, what I was gonna say is, and I know it started off only as a podcast, um, but <clears throat> as it evolved, as it as this has evolved, like we were talking about my vision, like I also have to admit, like I know I, I see things and I work towards it, but I am a little bit intense sometimes, and I'm not I'm not happy about. It. So when you say I have vision. I kind of wanted to tone it back just to explain myself. Like, I agree with you. Like, we started off as this thing in January. Then I got into digital marketing. Then I met Tyler where, you know, now this is a full function. We can make money off this and brand it as well. Uh, but I also think there's a, a balance. I was going to ask Tyler this next. Um, I think there's a balance also with your vision. I think you can be too aggressive with it. Like you can be. You'll be as passionate as you want to be. But I don't think you should go and, and attack other people. And I think sometimes, you know, I, that's been – I got to put my hand in the air. I think sometimes I'm a little bit too – intense and too too passionate with my vision mm-hmm. you know so that's what i want to work on personally yeah okay i think i think the that. most successful people out there uh they don't have to be blunt about their vision it, their vision comes out with the way that they they live their life and the way that they go about things the biggest thing that you can have is having a good enough way to articulate your vision so that people can buy into it and feel comfortable following you along the way does that make sense and i think i do that but i think where i fuck up is like sometimes and like Tyler I think you can actually relate to me here is like because you you know I feel like sometimes like we all have everybody has other lives you know and and sometimes I feel like you know I'm a little bit too you know I I don't like being aggressive anymore I'm trying to find a a, a, to tone it down you know like be passionate but also 
you know, don't burn someone else out. Just don't make them mm -hmm. work nonstop, you know, like that. You know, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I need to work on personally, you know. And are you, <laughs> are you relating that to me? Like, how? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But I do, <laughs> I do have to tone it down, like, in the sense of, like, sometimes, and this has been a, I got to be open about it. Like, we keep talking about vision. There's a, there's a, there's a balance is what I'm learning in mm -hmm. life. Too much of anything, that's what we are, talk too much. It's actually a play on words. It, it's, there has to be a balance, mm -hmm. you know. What about your vision? I want to know about your vision because I think you, we keep talking about my vision. Vision is, of vision of what? Your life. Your, your you know your, your Twitter your, your Twitter bio. This is really what I think of vision. Your Twitter bio says "strong believer in myself." Those mm -hmm. words in it. You know, I, that's that's really what the first thing I noticed about about his energy. Yeah. That's why I DM'd him actually because I even told you this. What's your vision for your life? Like, why are you so? People don't know how hard of a grinder he is. So go ahead. Uh, you know. It's weird because I, I have like visions of what I envision my life yeah, being. That's what I'm looking <clears throat> for. I envision myself being highly successful in whatever that field ends up being at some point. I think one of the things that I put a lot of pressure on myself earlier on was being successful now. Like I needed results in this moment, but like that doesn't happen that way. Also, I think like you did though. You were pretty. You had a great yeah, job. Yeah, I would say so. But like for my own success, like that's not anywhere near the end yeah, goal. Yeah. And I think we all like we all see these people that are Instagram influencers, and we see these people mm -hmm. that hop up on a mic and they they're sitting in front of twenty thousand people and they're twenty two years old, and you're like, why the hell am I not there? So mm -hmm. you like start to question that stuff. And I put little pressures on myself to get to that vision, but when it's all said and done, like each of our journeys, and I don't mean to get cheesy, but like each of our journeys are individual. So like you have to enjoy it along the way. So one of the best things that I learned is I think, and the things that I'm like, the reason why this is such an authentic business for me at this point is like, I'm enjoying this every step of the way. Like, bro, we're building out our website, dude, and we've made so many mistakes, but like, we were we've frustrated. gotten so far and we got frustrated. About it was not pure but enjoyment. Like, <laughs> but like the satisfaction of getting it done at the end of the day and now being like, oh, this looks good now. Like, I'm a fan of this. Like, the progress that's being made about it, that's the fun part about it. Like, the success isn't the fun part. That's why like, people that are successful still ain't that happy about things. I agree. Whereas like, it's like, you have to enjoy the journey of it all. That's why LeBron James is still killing it in this age of his life because he's so, all right, <laughs> but, but that's why he's so successful is because he loves the craft. Like he genuinely, from the age he started playing basketball, he loved playing basketball, which as long as he continues loving the game, that man is going to continue to put in 12 hour days to make himself better, which ultimately gets you to a, a very successful track. But the point of all this is like, if he didn't love every step of the way, he would never be as successful as he is. So I'm thinking like the vision's there. Like I know I'm going to be successful one day. I don't know what that's going to be in, bro. It might be real estate. It might be marketing. It might be podcasts. It, it might be, be all of it. It might be all of it together. Oh, like I just don't know. But it's the idea of having that confidence in yourself that it's go we're going to make it at some point and just enjoy every step along the way to get in there. Funny how you mentioned three uh, areas that, you know, we're kind of working with kind of with podcasting, real estate, yep. and, and, and that, marketing. That also goes into like loving, like you see, basically your whole concept you're saying is that you love the journey and just enjoying the step of the way and you you did say that you loved every step of this mm -hmm. this business with Cena and it was just that's the first <laughs> that's, that's the first <laughs> I've ever heard that yeah. in my life. And then, like, once you get on that like you really loved your craft mm -hmm. it doesn't become work to you like I can say it for Cena like mm -hmm. does it, do you think it's work to you like when you're working on this business do you feel like it's work yeah, no, I know when, you get when, when Tyler comes over I get excited because I know we're about business like I know when Tyler comes over we're moving forward um, but you know, I, but the difference between me is I'm a little bit sick in the head when I feel like I'm not enjoying it. I enjoy it. Like that's when I enjoy it is when I feel myself not enjoying it. I'm like, Oh, this is when people quit. 
oh, okay, I feel you. And now I, I'm getting my, like, my blood's rushing because when I get in this mode, like, I only think, like, everybody else would stop here, and then this is where I try and push through. I don't see it as work. I kind of agree with Tyler. I see it as we're building ourselves. There's All right, let me, let me pose a question to Cena here. What makes you a grinder? Like, what in your DNA? You like, stole my question. <laughs> hey, man. Like, hey, man. You can, a, you, you can, you can ask, ask it right, right back, back, bro, for real. Uh, yeah, so like, so to, to elaborate a little bit, like what, what makes you who you are? Like, why would you, how did you get to this age of your life being who you are and the type of mindset that makes you a grinder? I think it's very, that, uh, I just live life with, this is a, my gift and a curse. I just live life with too much of a chip on my shoulder. And I had to talk with my mom about this yesterday. Like there, I just live, there's just too much of a chip on my shoulder and this is what I need to solve. I just feel like I have something to prove to, to so many people. And I'm just like, and I cannot get out of that. Like, I want to be able to grind. I grind for you guys, honestly. I do. That's a big reason is I put pressure on myself to make them too happy first. You as well and you as well. I, I, I really do. And I can genuinely say that. But I also grind to prove a point to everybody that, you know, we can make it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's wrong. I think you need to grind for your for your, how we were talking about, for ourselves. And, mm -hmm. and really enjoy the process. Because, guys, I'll be honest. I do enjoy it. But you guys both know there's some moments in my time where my mind goes some, somewhere else. And I get in a little bit of a like, down space. And I, I'm not enjoying it in those little moments. I think that's because I need to, you know, I need to not fight so much with a chip on my shoulder. I think it's because of my family. I think it's the way I was raised is insanely high standards. And now as I'm older, we've cooled off, but I, it's just so ingrained in me. I need to prove to them that I am better than them. I need to prove to them I'm better than my sister, even though I'm not. She's insane. I love her to death. She's my favorite. By the way, he loves his sister. He yeah. talks about her all the time. Yeah, so yeah I love I my That ain't no disrespect, I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's coming on, by the way. But but I'm saying that's that's really it. Is I just I don't like it. I'm not proud of it. But my chip on my shoulder is so big, it's ridiculous. Like, no one understands. It's it's annoying. It's It, it kills me sometimes. Mm -hmm. What about you? And you after. I want to yeah. hear both ears. Yours, uh, is, yours is good, though. You have some we we shit. had this conversation a while back. But, you know, I think... First and foremost, I think it comes from like competitiveness. I mean, I've been playing sports my whole life. You I think like it, it gears you up for like you don't want to lose. So like you get this drive within you to be like, okay, like and and it's it's weird and it, it took took me a while to translate that to being like real life, actual like business things or you know learning in school because like they are such different spaces. But having the competitive gene. I think has driven me to be a highly successful person in, in all facets of my life. So I think that's the first thing. I think the second thing is like, man, uh, my mom's side of the family, bro. Like she, they, they're the Marxes, right? So they've Marxist? got the Marks. So oh. M-A-R-K-S. Oh, okay. So what, what does that mean? Marx? That's just, that's her last family, name. Yeah. That's the but family. I, name. I thought you what were relating that? to a Marxist theory. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, 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 no. So the last name is Marx, but that whole line of the family is just grinders like literally my grandpa was like the king of talking shit to people i wish i had I that gene that. dude <laughs> like he get up on a golf course and before you hit a tee shot like he would get so far in your head that there is no chance you're hitting that thing straight and like that competitive fire took him to different levels so he owned a carpet business so that carpet business he would make like bets with his with his business partner his business partner was like earl there's no way you're going to sell that ugly puke orange carpet. Like, there's no way. He's like, bet. He's like, I bet you by the end of the month, I sell that entire roll. He comes back like three days later. He's like, bro, you wouldn't believe this son of a bitch, bro. I just sold this entire roll to this person, put it in their back patio. He's like, but like people didn't like, he had that grind about him. That was like, you did not expect him to be able to do that. But he was so into what he did. And he was such a good people person. Was it his self-confidence as well? Oh, yeah. It was self-confidence mixed with, like, competitiveness mixed with, like, 
people skills. When okay. you tie all of those together, bro, mm -hmm. like you can go so far in life. But back to the question, where do I get my grind from? I think that like that genes. comes from it comes from like the genes but and, and i had a little conversation with you about this before but i don't think it's necessarily always like dna genes it's also like the upbringing of it so like mm -hmm. we played car games all along we got competitive <clears> with that like you did not let the person next to you you would not let my aunt Teresa beat you in cards like that was just unacceptable you always have to be competing against everybody so i think growing up with that environment was always just very helpful for me in, in getting that grind and that like having that like dna to be uh, take it, take everything to the next level and not settling for just mediocrity. Do you think yes. it's a gift and a curse that your grandpa's passion, not yours, your grandpa specifically? Cause I kind of relate to that. Like, do you think that, that we were talking about how, do you think that's a presence that sometimes can be overbearing like too strong? Do you think you need to tell no. me? No, no, no. I, I, I try to pull from that actually. Like I try to pull from that as like an, as a, uh, as an internal source for motivation. You know, I think mm -hmm. like there was times when I didn't know where I wanted to go in my life. So I had to go back and be like, okay, where am I at? And what, what can I use to take me as fuel to the next step? And like, I'd go back and be like, all right, how do I relate to everybody in my family? And what have they done in their lives that I would perceive to be them taking the next step to being who they are? So that, that would help me figure out, okay, who am I? How can I take that next step to being uh, the person I ultimately want to be? But I think like having those influences in your life that you actually look up to and want to pull those things from is very beneficial. And like you said, um, that, that is a big support system. Like your family, like coming from both of you guys, actually, coming from a family that is like kind of sort of, you see Yours? both of your okay. family, not my family. I'm, I'm going to get into my family, but both of your families, you have that support system where like you see those high standards. Mm -hmm. You see what they've done I with their that lives. that played a big part. And that I, does play a big part for mm -hmm. sure. Like you grew up with them. So let mm -hmm. me ask you a question based off what you just said before you keep, keep going with this. I don't want to lose this. Mm -hmm. Do you think if we, and I asked him this question, do you think if, so I'm saying, we just said what highlighted our grind. Yep. Do you think that's special about us? Or do you think, and I'm trying to understand the way the human race is formed. Do you think if Tyler and I were taken out of this environment and two other X and Y replaced us, do you think they could emulate us? Do you think they could grow up to be us? Yes. Because, so you're saying our grind is not special. It's formed. It's conditioned. It's, 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 it is special, but you guys are unique in your own ways. I think it's a factor that helps you... Uh, that with that grind mindset it's a factor definitely like i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that um there's a theory where you're basically you are be, you are grown up by uh, by how you're raised kind of yes, thing yes that's mm -hmm. exactly that's the theory. I'm, I'm not sure you what theory is called yep. yeah basically path, yep. and for me with my story like my family i i never really had those high standards like if you see my mom and my my dad like growing up with their families they're, they're very I, I guess they can say they're very simple Mm -hmm. um, they didn't have, they didn't set those high standards for themselves, but they did set those high standards in me. Like, of course, you know, when you have a, when you have your son or your daughter and you want them to be successful and you want them to be all they can be, but if you don't kind of, uh, lead by example, it's kind of hard for your kids to kind of see it too. So my true. grind is mostly comes from seeing other people, um, other people's families and basically other, like these successful entrepreneurs, like that you see all across the internet now. You see, like, how if they can make it, you know, like, there's something, they're just like us, you know, they're just regular people, but they just have that grind, they have that work mm -hmm. ethic. And for me, it was just like, how did they even get there? And I think a big part of it was networking and kind of being. Your parents network, you said? No, 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 not, not networking with other entrepreneurs, oh, um, yeah. working with other people, like minded individuals, and just surrounding yourself in that environment that will eventually elevate you to that level of being on, on the, the success level and just being happy with her life and doing great things. Um, so I guess that's where my grind comes from, just watching other people. Like you can see so many other people like on Instagram and all these influencers, they're just, they're up there. And 
that's where most of my where my grind comes from. So my story is a little bit opposite from you guys, from your family. Is, I don't have that high standards. And I and I actually wanted to pull something from that because you said your family's simple. Like yeah. they're just a simple family, and like there is nothing wrong with that at all. Like honestly, like yeah. some of the simplest people are the happiest people in the world. I almost happiest. envy that a lot of times. Like I really do. I do envy that. So like I think that that's a thing, and like there are so many simple people in my life because so for instance, the way I compared it is I had a different upbringing than you did. Kind of the opposite of that. You know, I was kind of a grinder. My parents were grinders. Every everything, my family like that. But I look up to simple people. So like one of my uncles, man, like he doesn't have the, the mentality. He's a competitive dude, but he doesn't like, he's happy go lucky, man. He's that hippie in the family who just, he lives life just so nonchalant. Yeah. And like, it's like, I want that. And honestly, he's the one I've focused my, most of my life on, like looking at now. Cause it's like, I have all these, yeah, I've on got all these other mom's side. Mom side. So he's like the one in the family. That's kind of like the hippie of the family. And that, like, I look to him for inspiration because that's what I look for. Like, the, so for instance, that's interesting that you say that like your family's simple, but you're looking to people that are aggressive and, and yeah, on their that, grind that as different. an inspiration. So like you almost, sometimes you look for things in other people that will help you get to the next level. And like one of the things for me is like happiness. So like looking at him is a different like outlook than the rest of the family. Does that make sense? Yes. So what do you mean happy? Like you, you, you're chasing happiness? I mean, I think Not we to all be corny. are. I think we all are. <laughs> True. If we're being honest. I, yeah. I th I, I'm absolutely chasing. I, I I'm, I'm chasing contentment. I think yeah, satisfaction. Like, satisfaction, Con content. I think contentment's my way to say it, just because. Um, really? like I don't picture that word in your vocab vocabulary, though. You're, I don't oh, feel like you'll much. ever be content. You very much. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Like meditation has been a very powerful thing for me, bro. Like do you, you med meditate. Come on, boy. You do yeah. not meditate. No. <laughs> this man. I would believe that. I would believe that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, yeah, absolutely, bro. Like, I'm proud of it okay. too. Like, yeah. honestly, no, no, like that's how you meditate. that's how you that's get good. in tune with yourself, and that's contentment. Like, when things aren't going well, like you need to have something to fall back on, and like you're stuck in your own head, and like all of a sudden things are speeding up, and you're out of control. You got to find a way to slow yourself down, and that's my way of slowing it down. You know, another way that I do it is I go on the golf course, bro. It's just like life slows down. I, I literally hop into a different world. I forget about everything around me, and I can just like be in my element for for four, for four hours of the day. But same thing with meditation is. You take 15 minutes out of your day to be away from everything and don't think about nothing else. And it actually helps you move forward in your day and have that like centeredness, contentment and be like, bro, things are good, man. What was I stressing about? Like, exactly. No, need, no need for that. I need to do that. I exactly. And you, you did mention that you, your life is chaotic, right? So my so life is, it's hard. It's like when some shit goes ham, like it goes haywire, I raise it. I raise the speed and it just... I go through the pain, and that's not. Dude, he just keeps going through brick walls, bro. He, <laughs> he does not try to go around. He doesn't stop, assess it, and go around it. He just goes right through it, which I appreciate. Honestly, that's why as a business partner, like, good. but no, but like for real though, like that's my inspiration to like work with you is because like I know when I come over to work with Cena, like we could grind for seven or eight hours at a time, and like literally be you like, could grind longer bro, than we didn't lucky. grab any food. Like, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> like, and like I appreciate that because like that keeps me moving. Like, so I think we're good yin and yang in that yeah, regards because like I can bring us back and be like, all right, bro, yeah. let's start thinking yeah. a little smarter about this as opposed to just running head on but like you bring that like once we got the plan we just go like and then you don't stop because the second you start hesitating on the plan it's not good like you gotta you gotta be willing to go forward and not be hesitating once it all comes into fruition no i was gonna say you should learn like from meditation um it, it might sound kind of weird um for uh, people that have never done it but i've i've spoken with people my friends and um that have done it and they said it like you, the people that you would never think meditates actually does Mm -hmm. Like you, for, I would never bro, guess, bro. I, like, I, I bet you, and I would look up a stat I don't know, but like I would bet you that like ninety five percent of the CEOs of Fortune five hundred companies meditate daily. How much? 
They do not have time to be meditating. I'll, I'll, <laughs> How much? Fifteen minutes of your day dude, is not too dude, much. Dude, I'll put. 15. I'll put ten on it. I'll put ten on it. Yeah, gladly. It's live. Gladly. Like I really do. Like it, it's that. It's that powerful. Can LeBron James, bro. LeBron James yeah, literally does that exact same thing. Him. That's why we, that's why you can be centered in your like game plan. Like when you're in the yeah. heat of the moment, he fourth quarter of LeBron oh, absolutely. What you dude? Yes, really? no, I yes. That. Yeah, yeah. That's why when it gets into crunch time, you could tell who's like, and not that meditation's the single thing, but like people who are comfortable within themselves, I would bet that they're they're meditating. You're right. You're right. And go ahead. Do you want to see? I think that was like meditation in itself is just like a road that can kind of the whole point of meditating is to kind of bring clear your mind clear your mind right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and take a step back from all the chaos like which is why I, t- I talked about chaos because i think cena like you could probably maybe be be, be beneficial beneficial to you you're right to, uh, for, to meditate and just right. to t- take a step back and kind of like hell you know, know hold yourself down I do it no no be honest teach me i'm willing to do it but i, just I don't, don't know how to meditate but tyler you could probably teach him how to meditate it? well first of all i i had a hard time doing it because think about it you're just sitting there in silence and you, you try to, to just head. you try to clear your head so like i i need an app like i use the calm app which is like 60 bucks per year but it uh-huh. basically like it gives you guided meditations that you put like i put my airpods in they're mm-hmm. the airpod pros plugging that shit that is their fire but anyway mm-hmm. put the airpod pros in and like literally noise canceling everything's out like i can just sit there and go through the guided meditation and it's very easy they got background music to it it's like very soothing but like if it's if i'm just sitting there without headphones in it's really hard for me to get out of my headspace to like do all because you stuff. have to keep your thought your mind blank for as long as possible and it gets harder and harder right as, as time goes by yes and it's it's a skill like you're gonna struggle like they even say it the whole time like you're not you're gonna your mind's gonna wander now when your mind wanders don't freak out about that mm-hmm. but just like come back to not thinking about that like i'll i'll, I'll give you some i'll no, give I'm you some, some good recommendations i'm interested I think because i know very f- much use that yeah i feel like you would for sure help me absolutely and people have been telling me this for a while and i still have not acted absolutely so um, now I actually want to get into, you know, the specifics of what we do. Um, we had this talk on a previous episode where a lot of people uh, focus only on clients and then a lot of people only focus only only on brand. What we're doing is a little bit special, Tyler. Like we're, we're really nailing all aspects. Um, Jonathan, I'm, I want to start with you. You know, as I said, we've been you've introduced new to this podcasting space. What do you think of it and how has it helped your life? Like this marketing aspect, like what did you, t- what have you taken from the marketing aspect of podcasting? Like how has it helped you? What have, what have you, what new ideas have come, come to your mind? Actually, so I'm very surprised. Uh, this whole month of doing these podcasts, I just feel like I'm just a different person when it comes to marketing. I just realized how important marketing is and as a whole. Um, as far as pod- podcasting, being a part of marketing, it's just, you're just the idea of putting yourself out there and kind of talking about something and, le- and letting people know that you're creating a product. And um, when you create a product that goes into branding and you want to promote your own brand, obviously, right? So when I create this this podcast, this is my own product. Yes, this is my own creation. Brand. This is my brand. And it, it, it kind of, in my mind, I'm just like, what can I do to increase awareness for this brand? I ask myself these questions in my head. When I'm, when I'm doing this podcast, every episode I come in and you know, when I'm marketing this podcast, I'm just thinking about, hey, well, what makes this so special from another podcast? Or what makes us so unique? Why do people wanna watch us? And I kind of, like, how, how do I, I ask myself, how, how do I promote this? So in that, that in itself, I think is just like a lesson learned. Even though it's only been a month, I feel like I've learned so much in the marketing space. You've grown every week. In the, yeah. Nah. And I think that that's great for me. Like uh, just just in a week span, like knowing how to increase awareness for this. 
and and we we've, we've actually been very surprised with these numbers. Like we didn't expect these no, numbers. Um, let's not this brag, but yeah, <laughs> let's, not, let's be a little more humble about that. But I agree with you in the sense that we've definitely gotten a little bit of, of a pulse here, and I like this show. But and what did you think about? You said that it's built your personal brand. What like why do you think that's important? I think the way you were saying is like. I feel like people love people and they want to see someone behind oh. the camera rather than a business brand. Just that, you know what I mean? Like, yo, buy this here or yo, here are our services. Like they want to see a face. Yes. You, they want to put a, they want to put a face to the message. And I think that when people see a face and it, it gets really personal, um, people are just like, like, I like this guy. I like this energy. Yes. And I want to, like, I want to see what is, what's it, what else is he about? What's he going to put next week? And I think the, the, with that podcast too, like when you put weekly episodes, pe uh, people that are addicted or like not even addicted, I don't want to get into saying addicted, but addicted. interested, mm -hmm. they would say like, oh, these guys, they're, they're like kind of, they're out there. They're weird. They're confident. Like, what are they going to talk about next week? And that's just kind of really ties into why this podcast is great for marketing. Because it draws attention, it draws attention it and it promotes the brand and whether that be personal or a business brand. And um, like I, throughout this whole week, I've talked to different people. And um, what I've noticed about is what? people what just people? talking to people about just connecting with them, learning about them, learning what they do, learning what their business ventures are. And uh, the, this, this one guy specifically, he, he reached out to me, actually. And he said, hey, it was uh, first off, it wasn't a text. It was a voice message. On Instagram? On Instagram. It was a voice <laughs> message. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I, this guy is like, I don't know this guy. He's from UK. Um, he voice messaged me, and I voice messaged him back. Because, you know, like, that, that gets really personal when you voice message. Not only that, but he goes, after the voice message, he sends a video message of him. Now this is getting weird. Now, now this is getting weird. <laughs> no, but this, this just ties into, like, okay, this, this guy's putting himself out there. Like, once you, if people like a face yeah. to the message. And that, that got to me. I'm like, you're, if you send a video message, someone's going to open it up. For no sure. one's going to be like, bro, like, why did this guy send me a message? And it's a video message. So, tie it all. You, repl you replayed that video message. No, I, 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 I didn't send him a video message back. <laughs> 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 I sent him a voice message, though. Like, that, that was really thoughtful. It's, it's personable. And when you get to marketing, when you get real personal with it, people will, people will enjoy it. That's people will appreciate for it, sure. for sure. That's very key is, is that personal awareness that you hit on. Now, I don't really want to go into more details about your video uh, messages. And your <laughs> but that's interesting. Because well, he follows us no, now, no, no, so no. shout out. Yeah, 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 good <laughs> shit. No, that's interesting that I, I used to do that. I used to record and send 100 DM video DMs. That's how I used to grab people for our Instagram. Actually. You did video DMs. Yes, I literally said, hey, of what's course up? You do did. I did. Hey, what's up, yeah. Dope Arts Media? I saw you're from India. That's really cool. We're from Vegas. We're the host of the Talk Too Much podcast. If you guys don't mind, throw us a follow. If you need anything, please reach out. And I'll change it up for each person. Um, but, you know, there's also two aspects to this. Um, and I think that the, the whole marketing space, this this throw your like throw your face out there type stuff, it's big. It creates you sustainability. But I also think there's a skill to this, and that's bringing people money. And, Tyler, um, there's more many forms of this. If you want to touch base on this, what do you see out of digital marketing? What excites you about it? What uh, it, gives you incentive to chase what path do you want to chase down more and more uh i think the space that i thought of as being like a bland like one size fits all uh that i wasn't that interested in right off the bat but i have gotten way more involved with it and it might be my favorite thing about digital marketing is search engine optimization like it sounds so cheesy it sounds so data driven it sounds so weird but you know we live in we live in a world now that bro i go to google for everything like 
everything. I'm sure most people do. Or if you're not going to Google, you're going to Bing. I don't know why you're going to Bing, but no, you're going, going to Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but there, there are older generations that are going to Bing, so those are useful ads as well. So you can't just crop out that segment. No, but, that's true. That's but, true. And there's a lot of people that have Bing automatically set up on their phones, so they yep. just happen to that's use it. That's actually very true. Time. Google's dominant, so, but Bing matters. So exactly. So my point is, is I think like search engine optimization seems a little bit monotonous and a little boring, but the more I dive into it, it is a very satisfying art form that like is super beneficial for companies because if I'm searching for, especially for local businesses, cause say there's, we'll just say nail salons in town. Say there are 25 nail salons throughout the city of Las Vegas and there are 4,500 searches for nail salons in Las Vegas. Who's going to capitalize on that of the 25? It's probably going to be one of the first three listings up on that thing, especially because when you type into Google, it comes up with a map. When you do a local search, it comes up with a map of the three suggestions. They call it the power three or the three pack. So those three are very crucial because those are the first three that pop up and people click those way more often than the ones that you have to cl the click ads, more. The ads are the one, three. The, the three Google, my they're called Google My Business That's listings. So, so it's the maps section of that. So my point is is they're going to pull up and Google's going to find the one that's the most relevant for the searcher. So if I can litter my site with really good keywords that match up for what people are searching, I can get a better chance to be in that three pack. But at the exact same time, I want to optimize my Google, my business portfolio because I need to put an address there that matches up with the address that's on my site, matches up with yellowpages.com, matches up with Angie's list and Yelp and all of these other things. They need to be perfectly matched up with one another so that Google as a robot can read what's happening and can figure that out so that you're the one that pops up before your competitor. And if mm -hmm. you're popping up before your competitor, that's literally money in your pocket. Yep. Yeah. So you're asking me what's my favorite one. I, I'm starting to see the value of that. So at first it seemed a little monotonous to me, but the more I've gone into it, like that's actually a really fun space to be in because if you're good at that, you can absolutely destroy just organic traffic. You're not even paying for that anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to, you, you pay us or a digital marketing agency for the service to get you there. And then you have to upkeep it every single month, but you're not actually paying for ads. You're just getting, at the top of the searches organically, which is so powerful. And and there's a statistic, uh, and you mentioned like getting on that first page is damn near insane to do, mm -hmm. you know. But it you were mentioning how beneficial it is. It takes two thousand on average, two thousand two hundred keywords within the whole site and eight hundred and sixty seven backlinks for your uh, website link to be ranked in the top ten on on the first page of. Google of search. a certain search, yes. So Tyler, you and I have blood, our hands are bleeding from, from <laughs> fixing this website up. And people don't know, we did it off Webflow. So that Webflow is a software that uses, that integrates custom code when you built the site. So it's a designer's dream. You could, you have more, you can manipulate, you could manipulate the site more. But the problem is we start with a blank page. We don't start with the template. So we built it out from scratch. And now that we've done that, we know now 2,200 keywords you were saying like throughout the whole site, does it have, doesn't have to be on one page, right? Do you want to, I'm going to ask you this. Do you want to include as many pages into your website as possible to get it SEO ranked? Yeah. I mean, you want to have a lot of pages that dive into it and they all link Connect, together. Yes. They have to link within one another. So uh, a good way to think of it is Google is literally a robot. It is an AI that is reading your website. They don't care. Google does not care what visually your website looks like. They work off of H1 headings, mm -hmm. H2 headings, mm -hmm. H3 headings, alt, text, alt tags on photos, things like that, backlinks that provide credibility. There are so many things that are lined up within that space that Google reads it like a robot. So you also have to be able to have Google crawl your site through their keywords and through your page links 
so that it can understand how your site works so that when they send somebody to that site, they, they can feel confident that your site is better than the site next to it because it's going to answer the questions for it. So Google is also very big on it. They're, I mean, they have, so Google's got to play into consideration two different things. They got to play into the business side of it. So the business that's running ads or the business that are coming up through, through searches, but they also have the other side of it is keeping the searchers happy because that's your audience. Like your, their, their audience is who's using their platform. So you got to keep your businesses happy and you got to keep your, your searchers happy. So one of the biggest things is if you, if your website's page speed isn't up to, isn't very good. Yeah, they if, all like they literally, if, if people are going into your page and then closing it out right away, Google's not going to send them back to your site as often because they're not as confident that mm. your page is going to be able to load in time. So there are all these little factors and it's such an art. I couldn't even get into half of it it's in one segment, art. but like it's, you have to manage the art form of everything to make sure <clears> that Google can properly set you up for success. And I, I agree. I think that goes hand in hand with uh, website building and everything. I wanted to also ask you guys, both of you, honestly. Well, um, before before you get into that, um, you're, you did touch on SEO, right? This is SEO. That and is do SEO, you think, yep. Do you think that it is like the most beneficial concept in marketing um, to learn right off the bat? If you Let's say like someone wants to get in the marketing space, right? SEO is like from what you explained to me, it's a very, very powerful tool. Like if you can, if you are able to dominate, dominate Google and have your search list search a result like in the first top three, that, that is very, very powerful. And that's like magic because people will just come to you. <laughs> <laughs> people will just come to you. And like, what, what is your take on that? Do you think it's like the most beneficial? Um, to answer your question, it can be. Like, I think the biggest thing is, is every business is different though. Like that's the beauty of going into this industry and I've worked in sponsorship marketing. So I've dealt with high level clients working at T-Mobile arena and dealing with T-Mobile and Cox communications and, yeah. and you know, MGM and all of them. Anheuser-Busch and like all these Coca-Cola, like the massive brands that are all <laughs> Anheuser-Busch <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> massive. They're massive. Comp they're massive companies that all have different objectives. So search engine optimization for Coca-Cola isn't as important as search engine optimization for, we'll just say Cox, off the top of my head yeah. because yeah. Cox is when somebody's searching for internet. for internet they're going to need to be at the top of that search engine above all of their competitors whereas you're going to walk into a store and buy yeah. Coca-Cola and it's brand recognition now it's that's that's a little bit more that's so smart. I think each company is different that's you know true. like so you have to set it up for success depending on what the company's goals objectives are in what they're doing so I think search engine optimization is huge especially for local businesses I would say it's Definitely. one of the most important for local businesses but one of Cena's favorite things and I'll toss into his court is paid ads like running Facebook ads LinkedIn ads Instagram ads YouTube ads things on the internet that get people to your website to mm -hmm. buy your products whether that's an e-commerce site or whether that's sending them up for an appointment at your local nail salon whatever yep. that is but I would say that that's up there with search engine optimization as a very powerful tool to bring business to companies. I'm on, honestly like uh, Tyler and I are very unique in, in this than everybody else because we're really about this grind, not to be corny. Like we're really trying to learn all these things. I, d I won't say anything's my favorite. You know, I've told Tyler this, I'm about what gets us, you know, paid. I hate to say it, but it's about what generates the money. And you know, when you make a website, uh, what we really want to focus is what? No. You, guys the, you were laughing no. when I said this. <laughs> well, what we want to focus on, what it's a big selling point for us is we always tell people like, yeah, we'll build you a great site. It'll look good, but we're also going to spend time optimizing and make sure it, it's higher up on the search engine. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I, I'm trying to learn every, I'm trying to literally understand everything. I want to really like, my brain needs to understand everything. But uh, Tyler, I think 
to what you were saying, paid ads right now interest me because I can go up. To, I feel like if you and I learn that we can go up to anybody and say, yo, I can make your dreams come true. What do you want? Brand awareness? Look what we're doing. You know what I mean? We're different. What do you want? You, you want can to throw see? stats back yeah, out yeah. and be like, here's how many people viewed your ads. Here's how many people yes. turned into. And we can put Facebook pixels and you know Google Analytics uh, code into their website to figure out exactly how many people we actually generated through those ads. And really, so it's yeah. providing people actual proof of what's happening. And really quickly, just to tie off that, I will never ever run in a brand awareness com- uh, objective-based ad on Facebook. What I, what I, but I'm not, not, that was just something I wanted to throw in there just because <laughs> they don't work. But what, what I was trying to agree with what you were saying, yes. Um, everything I feel like what we're learning, like it ties together. Like we know how to, if we, when we deal with a client, like we know how to make their image look better. We know how to, their, our editing is crisp, you know, from Jeremy to EJ to me to even you now, you're learning this too. Um, but also these paid ads, what I like about running ads, and I, I, I'll be honest, I, I love Facebook. I primarily love Facebook. Um, because it's a whole, as you and I were sitting through it today, it's a whole, it's a whole puzzle. It's, it's, you said it's dominating Google. I feel like Facebook, like it's going to sound weird. We're dominating people. We're, we're manipulating their interests in our favor. Um, I think paid ads, I think it's very powerful to be able to bring someone money. I think it's very powerful, no matter what industry they're in, to be able to generate them money. To me, that is the most useful skill is no. just generating someone money, whether it's through SEO, getting their re- website ranked higher, people see it more, they get or they, you go in that top three paid ad section and people click on your website and buy your product more, whether it's us returning value through Google AdWords or Facebook ads. It's to me, the biggest thing about marketing, it, it sucks because there's pressure in this statement. It's about bringing people money and results. And that comes with the pressure. I think, you know, and one of the things I wanted to hit at while being on the podcast today was I I think, you know, everybody makes values for their company and they can be cheesy or whatever. But, you know, I think like we actually want to be true to what we say we do. Mm -hmm. And so our four values are first and foremost is we, we need to provide value to you. Like first and foremost, if we aren't making things better for your business and we can assess what your needs are and what that value looks like, sometimes it's bottom line money. You need that. Sometimes people just want to get their name out there and have video views. So if it's a podcast that has 5,000 views and they need to get their stuff up there to, you know, a hundred thousand views, we can work with you to make that goal. And that's the value we're giving you. So that's the first one is like, we genuinely want to sit down and if we're not providing value to you, don't come to us. Like seriously, like I will tell you, go a different direction, bro. Like, and you have like, I have, I genuinely have. Cause it's like, if we're not going to provide you that value, I don't want to be getting, taking your money. Like, that's just not what I'm about. Second one, second one is we want to be straightforward with you. On top of that, like if I think I can provide you value, I will tell you that I can provide you value. If I can't, I will be straightforward with you and be like, yeah, if we're nervous I don't about think them. I don't think that this can quite work the way that we're gonna set this up. You mm-hmm. know, you should probably go a different route. Maybe digital marketing isn't the look. Why for your do you do that? Right why do, may I ask why you do that? Why you touch on that specific concept? Like, why are you so straightforward? Because be straightforward, man. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> be truthful okay. in what your word let's is. Say I'm a and client. that's my point. Like, let's, let's say you're a digital marketer. I'm a client, and I offer you know in this situation because I know your answer. All right, here's fifteen hundred dollars off rip i want to pay you 1500 and i want you to get me i want you to get me so many views and likes i want the whole you know i want a lot of results whatever it may be you know why would you in that instance if it didn't work out why would you reject that money that's a lot of money 
I mean, learn the skill. I'm not trying to say no to money. Yeah, like, let's yeah. just be clear. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to say no to money, but like, I will be real with you. Like, the whole point is me being straightforward. Like, I'm not gonna lie to my best friend. I'm not gonna lie to my girlfriend. I'm not gonna lie to my mother. I'm not gonna lie to these people. Why would I lie to the person I met off the street? We're trying to build a relationship here. We're trying to build something where we can grow upon that. Why would I even think about saying that I could do something and then not be able to follow through with it? So, like, first and foremost, I need to be able to provide value. Secondly, yeah. I will be straightforward with you along the way of what type of value we can get for you like and i will say if we can't do something sorry dude like that's just me being real with you like we'll do that so the, the third step in all of it in our values is be different like let's be different man like life should be fun like your business should be your passion like be bold and be different like there are so many opportunities for you to like go out and do all of this stuff and like if you can have that passion and like stand out from the crowd that's what gets you somewhere in the marketing space or in the business space people people go towards products and services that, that stand out that stand out so yeah. and then the last one in all of it is continually learn which you kind of tapped on it here as a marketing agency like that digital marketing landscape is constantly changing it is, it's like continuously like daily like so like we're not being willing up. being willing to say that i don't know everything and i need to learn more is a necessity so like it's a if, skill if i'm good at making ads on facebook or if i'm good with search engine optimization i might not be as good as i should be two years from now if i haven't been keeping up with the trends yeah. so i think as a as a digital marketing agency that is one of our biggest values is understanding that like we need to set a schedule for ourselves, and we actually have started doing that this week of like how what are the segments that we need to be learning in this week this month this year and let's tackle that stuff because there is way too much information on the internet for you not to be learning daily and we, yeah. we have to manage our time like we we actually created a schedule and on top of that we put time into to go or do our courses that we have and shit yeah like, that. like it, factoring that all in because that, that is a bit, very big thing so those are the four things that i think are the things that i wanted to touch on for clients because like you can look at me and think i'm giving you a load of, load of shit when i'm sitting there talking with you you know at, a, at your store telling you what i can do but like i want you to know that i'll be straightforward with you into the entire time Oh, and um, kind of piggybacking off of what you said for your second value um you did say like you wanted to be straightforward with people right mm -hmm. And what I what I thought about when you said that was okay, like let's say for example, you guys have seen as a, your client, and he's gonna throw you fifteen hundred dollars to um, run Facebook ads for him, something mm -hmm. like this, and you don't deliver results, and you ju you just feel like you can't do it, but you actually take that money anyway and just say you went you can, but you don't do anything. That just builds bad rep for your business. So I just kind of wanted to support that value. That's a very strong value because okay, if you if you scam people and you're like you're a snake in the business world. It's gonna come back to you. Like y y people are gonna testify to that. They're gonna be like, "Oh, this guy didn't work with me. He didn't provide me results. He's gonna tell his friends. He's gonna tell his family." So, it's just like the money aspect is not the do all end all. It's actually building relationships with people and understanding that okay, like these people like you and they they're gonna keep working with you. And that's mm -hmm. that consistency. And that's how big brands really work. I, and I, and just to, to tap on that real quick, he's he's absolutely right. I mean, I it's that. it's the trustworthy side of this. If like the networking comes becomes so much more natural when people trust that stuff. So like for instance, we we were sitting there like we're saying to ourselves next week we're gonna go and like knock on doors and we're gonna go to small businesses that we believe we can help. Sit there and give them a sales pitch, all of this stuff. But what ended up happening was, was great things with, happen. With, <laughs> within literally forty eight hours, we had five potential clients that all hit us up. Like we didn't even have to go out and do anything. Like it was just genuine people that believed in us that were like hey like 
I, I need a website for this company I'm building, or I want you to run ads for this service I have. And like How? within within 48 hours, we had five people hit us up, and we're like, dude, out of nowhere, like we don't even have to go do, hit the hit the streets next we week. Will, we will. How, how do you? How did you? How do they find you though? Like, do you know? Like, so the people that we knew that connected. knew we were starting up a business. So like that's the internal branding side. You okay. guys doing a podcast, them even okay. knowing that we're a part of this helps grow all that stuff. But then it's also just word of word of mouth. Me saying I can do something for somebody, or me saying, hey, I'm starting this up, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, like my girlfriend got me a lead because she. It was like I saw somebody on their story be like, "Hey, I'm looking for somebody who could build an e-commerce website." So she screenshotted it, sent it to me, and I hit the dude up, and now we have a potential client. Like, there's just those are the things that happen when people believe in what you're putting together. And, and that's a big thing. That's a, another thing to that is what we did is we kind of set up an, a web. Like I I joined six fantasy leagues, and I told all of my fantasy leagues like a couple of weeks ago, like, "Listen." I'll give you Christian McCaffrey. I'll give you Saquon. <laughs> you throw me a lead. I, he is yours for the season. He's that is that dude. No, I am. He's I'm going to leverage. He's selling out. But guess for what? Money for actual money. Guess what? <laughs> and I hope the people in one of my fantasy leagues do not hear this. <laughs> but I got we got one of our guys like that. So we did work, you know. But it also goes back to what you were saying, network marketing. We put in, and that's not necessarily what, you know, the thing you did. But I'm saying network, we, like, these are seeds I planted that I had to get rejected. And then my, my friend Kyle finally hit me up for this Wednesday. So it's not just a, they might say no at first, but you got to keep planting the seeds in Of their course, head, you know? like, you got to keep planting the seeds. Like, that goes a, in, in, the, in the marketing space and I guess in business in general, too. Like, you're planting seeds for your customers. And it might not grow yet, but it will. Like, as long as you keep watering and keep, like, showing, showing your online presence Same thing and with branding. This. Same yeah, thing with exactly. This. Um, this is just another form of it with yeah. the podcast space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the the game of marketing. I, I tell people this. I don't know if you agree with me on this. It's the most powerful tool in my. You know, we. I don't know if it's specifically designed for college. Like, do we need to go to college to <laughs> to get into marketing? Nice reference. Reference to episode again? two, Here which we go you can watch on YouTube <laughs> on Talk Too Much Marketing. No, but do you think that? What was my question? God damn. It. So do you just reference? How about it? Okay. so? God. So you think you need to like, go to college to start this type of stuff? No. No. Yeah. No. So would you say that that marketing degree helped you for, for this? Sure it did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's not required at all. No, no, it's not required. But it helps. He it did, absolutely does help. He learned hell information that we have to read. I have to. Absolutely. There's a lot exactly. of stuff that I learned from college and that that was yeah. very beneficial for me. But I would say most of the stuff that I've learned were from reading books on my own. I, I genuinely learn way better through that. Like, bro, like, you know what I have to say down, about bro. that. You like, know what I have to say. Bro, wasting diving your time into reading marketing, books. marketing books are so powerful, bro. So like one of the things that I'm most proud of oh. is it, <laughs> made to stick. He, he hates oh. this. He hates this. Me, I want to know this. I'm going to read it. No, 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 no. Well, first of all, the books, the book that he's thinking I'm going to talk about is made to stick. But like one of the things I'm made most proud of is when I read books, I literally have Evernote. So I don't know if you know what oh, Evernote yeah, is. is. A it's a, it's a, a note taking software. So every time I read, a book I do not start reading unless I have my laptop in front of me because what I do then is I take notes the entire time so I'll put my book down and I'll take notes and like it's my own notes so that whenever I can go back to so I could go back and reference every single book to I've ever read and since I was 18 years old mentally and I could insane. mentally insane and I could literally give you like references to that book and I could be like okay here's what I learned from this and the, the act of note-taking for me is very powerful for me to remember what I was thinking while I was reading that book and it brings me back to that moment to be like oh yeah that's what I remembered saying or learning from that and then being able to take that forward in my life so now I've got you know I'm 26 years old now I've got six years worth of books that I've read that I can go back and use to formulate our business plan to formulate marketing strategies for other companies and I've legitimately been doing that it's just a very powerful tool because dude my memory is not that good bro like I will forget what I read that book 
two weeks from now. Like, oh, for sure. So having that there is just so powerful to be able to constantly go back on. I think that's great. Like how you can, you have, you said it, what's the software again? Evernote. Yes, he types that. I write it. He hates that, but I like writing. See, oh, the, the, reason why I the reason why I type it is I will never lose that. Exactly. I will be 75 years old with right. 700 <laughs> books Nothing. in my database that I've gone through and you, I will be able to go reference and every single one of them and I will never lose it. Exactly. Like I have a login that will send, send me my email if I forget my password. Like it's so beneficial. Whereas like I, I just think digitally is the way to go. Mm, but my thing is I remember it better when I write it because I'm literally. And that's actually true. That's studies. That that that, yeah, it is true. No, but I, I value the long <laughs> game more than the short game. Yeah, so like let's say ten years down the line, and you want to go back to these books, you can just kind of open up this software, and you can mm -hmm. have a clear outline of every single book, exactly. and you can get the main points which you yeah. wrote down yourself, and then you can kind of use them as kind Look of like bullet you, points. Hundred percent. Yes, bro. he listens, See? dog. You That's don't outline. listen, bro. You, you <laughs> I talk do too actually. Much, actually, I've been, I've been working much. on my listening. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, uh, I do want to wrap this up now. Um, sorry for to say that, but uh, you guys, uh, I just want to say thank you for all the support the first three weeks. Um, we had another great episode last week. You know what I'm going to hit you guys with. It's another week, another dollar. Follow us on YouTube, T2M Marketing. Follow us on Twitch, T2M Marketing. Follow us on Instagram, T2M.Marketing. Is it T2M.Marketing? No, it's yes. T2M Marketing. It's T2M Marketing. Yes. But one of them has a T2M.Marketing, so just put it in there. <laughs> Subscribe, follow, support our show. Um, Tyler, it was a pleasure having you. It was yeah, a pleasure. I won't say it was a pleasure, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was a pleasure. You know, you are the man. Snail. <laughs> uh, um, EJ Jeremy, thank you for another week. Um, John Cena, signing out John for another week. John Cena. That's right. Dude, so, branding that man. name is John Cena. I do have to, before we let you guys go, I have a, a good um, slew of guests lined up. That was a weird word. I don't know why I said slew. It was a good word, though. <laughs> you liked You're it? pulling out the yeah. vocabulary today. Use plethora. Plethora, not plethora. You <laughs> <laughs> said plethora. <laughs> like a fucking... I'm not that? an English major. Plethora. <laughs> plethora. No, but um, we have a good uh, array of guests lined up for you guys. I cannot wait. Uh, there's some very interesting topics. We got. We introduced ourselves by now. You guys know what T2M marketing is. We're going to hit the ground running going forward. Even We already did, but we're going to turn this up. So thank you, everybody. Um, it was a great week, and I'm out. I'm, I'm still saying. Yeah. I'm a stay. Yeah. So John. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right.